0: of your business and you feel super stuck in your mind. Maybe you're saying something like, who am I? I don't know if I can do this. I have all of these self-limiting beliefs around this pivot. I am looking for validation everywhere else except for myself. I can't see the whole future of this idea, so I'm completely uncertain. I have all the self-limiting beliefs. Girl, I would love to work with you for an hour to just partner with God and have this mindset transformation that you can do this and that you are equipped right here and right now. I have just launched my one-on-one coaching, and I'm actually giving away two free free sessions to first come, first serve. There'll be a form you can fill out in the show notes, or you can just email me at fuelherpodcast at gmail.com to get the form first, or you can click the show notes and get to the form right away. First come, first serve. I have two coaching spots completely free available if those sound like you, because girl, you can and you are equipped right here and right now. So let's do some mindset coaching together. Let's grab an hour with the first two of you. We'll get it for completely free. Email us at fuelherpodcast at gmail.com or click the link in the show notes. Our website is being created at this very moment. So bear with us uh, Bear with us on the gmail email right now, but just hit us up and we will set you up, girl. I'm so freaking excited. Let's crush your idea. Let's put some plans together, whether you want to chat mindset, marketing, game plan, how to break down your goals, anything. Let's grab an hour and the first two of you that are going to do it, you're going to get it for free. I cannot wait to chat. What's up, sister? Okay. Do you have a side hustle? because I started a side hustle as a full-time stay-at-home mom in 2017, and there are so many things I have learned along the way since then, since back in the day. So, this episode, I want to talk about here are five things that my 2017, 2018, myself needed to know to help you hustle healthier as a Christian woman, because the world does things and... There are so many social media trends that are in and out. There are so many social media apps like TikTok or Clubhouse or Instagram or Facebook and email and just a lot of things to try to navigate once you step that toe or into the side hustle realm that you find out about pretty quickly and it can be really overwhelming. And then also if you're trying to gain traction on any of those platforms or maybe multiple of them platforms at the same time, you're really like, holy crap, what did I just get myself into? And how can I make this work when I'm trying to mom two, one, three plus kids? When I'm trying to be a wife? When I'm trying to work a full time job? Like I really want what the dream says. I just don't understand how I'm going to be able to survive all of the work that it takes. So here are five things that are going to help you hustle healthier, and not hel- like hustle harder to really get where you want to go. So like I just said, I started the side job. I started the I started being a network marketing. Person in 2017 and I was a mom, a full time mom. In 2018, I became a mom of two under two. We also I had various coaching roles, whether that be in the volleyball world or whether that was in ministry or something was always happening in our life. So I had other things that took up the majority of my time. And then I also added in this side hustle, this side job, this side business, because I saw the vision. I saw okay, I can create this income that's going to add to our family, but it's also going to add to our life. It's going to add to our, what we can invest in, what we can buy. Um, Ryan and I really like, you know, boating and traveling and all those things. And his income is great, but if I could just supplement it and also add to it, you know, what, what would that, what harm would that do if we could pay for our kid's school? You know, my parents were never able to pay for all of my schools and his weren't either. So what if we could be, able, what if we were able to do that if I was able to create a different income or a side income or the supplement income outside of working in an office because that still didn't make sense for us and our family. So I started network marketing. That is for some people and it's for, it's not for some people. I will be straight up with that as well. But I felt like in 2017, that was one of the best ways for me to do it. I could stay home. I could work from my phone. I could figure it out on my own. I didn't have anyone else in my ears telling me what was right and what was wrong. But then, you know, we got into it. You get thrown into these things, and then I really quickly found myself, and my husband and I were on the same page on this, but in 2018-2019, I was, like, burnt out, stressed out. I was working all the time, and I didn't even know what I was working for, you know? Like, the money wasn't- it wasn't bad, but it wasn't exactly how much I was working. The workload was insane. It was just- it just really was crazy. So, I had- had to take a step back and really look at what i was doing why i was doing it i realized that i was doing it for a good reason i truly wanted to help other people and if the income came it came but i wanted to make an impact and i wanted to help people and i knew that what i was doing was gonna was helping people because of the feedback i got for because of how many people were messaging me and just in uplifting me and encouraging me and all of the things everything was pointing to serving others impacting others It just wasn't the way the world was telling me to do it. I just couldn't do the social media 24-7 and I felt a serious disconnect. So, okay, like I said, I took a step back and I really looked at what was going on, what was working, what wasn't working, how I could do things differently, and here are five things that I came up with that are a little bit different from what everyone else is going to tell you. Now, don't get me wrong, there are a couple of these tactics every, like, you're going to hear from someone else just said a different way, so just know that there are truth and wisdom in all of them. But okay, so here are the five things that are going to help you hustle healthier as a Christian woman in in 2021, because you are made to hustle. Like Proverbs 31 woman was a hustler. She bought vineyards. She was able to make her own clothes, was up before dawn, you know, was n- planning out her day like she, but it was all in seasons. There is a time for everything. So just know that there is a healthier way to do the things that this world is trying to pressure you into do. So number one is gratitude. You have to get a practice of gratitude as soon as possible. If you are not waking up first thing in the morning and saying thank you God for today, that's problem number 1 because you if you're not content with your life right now, if you're not content with what you have in your life right now, you're never going to be content with more. I know that's a little backwards if you've never been or read, been around the gospel, but it's totally true. You can seek out all the pleasure, all the wisdom that you want, but until you are content with what you have right now, you're never going to be happy or content with anything more. So get a practice of gratitude as soon as possible. Get into the, the practice, get into the attitude of waking up in the morning and saying, I'm so thankful for this day. This day is going to be great. I'm thankful that I have a roof over my head. I'm thankful that I have food in the pantry. I'm thankful for my spouse. I'm thankful for my family's health. I'm thankful for my best friend. I am thankful for the sunshine. I'm thankful for green grass. I'm thankful for the breeze that made me feel alive this morning. Whatever little tiny thing is, practice gratitude, but also don't just practice it in your mind, but start saying it out loud or writing it down. So first thing in the morning, write three things that you're grateful for. And it can't be the same things, you know, like start thinking outside the box. The best way to do this, and I was, this is one of the first things I did back in 2018, was get a gratitude bestie or two or three, get a group text. And first thing in the morning, you guys are sending yourselves three things that you're grateful for. Hi, babes. Good morning. I'm so thankful for cold water, running water. I'm so thankful for a hot shower. I'm so thankful for a good workout. I'm thankful for a body that moves. I'm thankful for a new day. Uh, just whatever you want to say, just but grab a couple of besties, get a group text and just practice, 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 and then it will become a habit. So, if you guys could commit to just 21 days or 30 days of sending each other a text every single morning of what you're grateful for, watch how your attitude towards life changes and towards hustling and towards your business, how it changes. So, that's number one. Get an attitude of Gratitude, ASAP. Number two, and listen up because this is a mic drop. No one is doing it better than you. No one's doing it better than you. She's not prettier than you. It's not because she's more outgoing. It is not because she's not a mom. It's not because she is a mom and you're not. It's not because God picked her to be successful and not you. You just don't believe in yourself. You are not broken. How you are speaking to yourself is. Watching and comparing are the same thing. And you know what? You are not doing when you are doing one of those or both of those things. You are not serving or helping the girl you said was the reason that you started this business in the first place. You said you wanted to start this business because it helped you so much and you just wanted to help someone else, right? So stop comparing yourself, your sales to someone else. Stop watching them. Stop watching the person that's on your team, even though she's awesome. If you find yourself going to her page and comparing your businesses, you need to stop because that's not helping the person that you said you got into this business in the first place. But also in the same note, If you treat this business as a hobby, like you're scrolling Instagram, it will pay you like a hobby. So please do yourself a favor and treat it like a business. You are an entrepreneur, you are a business owner, you have to file 1099 taxes and you are self-employed. So if you treat this business like a business, it will pay you like a business. And if you view it and treat it like a million dollar business, even when you're flat broke, that's what it's gonna pay you like one day. So no one is doing it better than you you just don't believe in yourself enough. You can fix that. That is fixable. That is something you can work on. Don't bow out just because you don't believe in yourself just yet. Someone, whether that's a podcast host or a mentor in your life, a friend, your mom, your, your sister, your best friend, you're going to have to cultivate it. You're going to have to work on it. But if you can get it, it will change everything. So number three, when you are making content, when you are making a post on Instagram, a post on Facebook, when you're making a story or a reel or whatever, a podcast episode, a Pinterest pin, whatever your uh, chosen platform is, when you're making that content, make it about your person. Make it about her. You have a solution that can solve her problems because they were once your problems that's why you're here, right? Like, you believe in your products. You believe in everything that you're doing so much because it helped you so much. So, make your post, make your content about her and about your person because you know that you have this solution. So, don't make it about you. How can you tell your story but then help her with the solution that you have? Every post that you make should empower, inspire, educate, or entertain. Don't conform to the customers of this world by following every trend that comes out. If you see the bus it challenge, you're not going to see me doing it. Why? Not because I don't think they're super great and awesome. And every woman that is doing it, I'm like liking and commenting. Yes, girl, like you are a queen. But that's not the content I'm going to create because it's not right for me. Don't conform to the customs of this world. You don't have to do everything everyone else is doing. Make your content about your person. You have a solution. You have a story. Learn how to help her with that story. Empower her with your story. Inspire her with your story. Educate with your story. Entertain her with you and your life and the things that you feel inspired and empowered and things that you laugh at. Not everybody else. And there's a way you can do that when you're creating content. Don't think of it so... You don't have to be super wordy. You're going to grab her attention. You're gonna tell a quick story so she can relate to you. Then you're gonna give her some tips or tangible things that she can do to better her situation. And then you're gonna give her a call to action. Say, hey, like my post. Hey, go click on my website in my bio. Hey, give me a follow. Hey, share my post. Hey, save it. Whatever you wanna do. Call to action on every on everything. Grab her with an intention grabber. Tell your story. Tell a story. Give her some tips. Give her something she can actually do with this information and then tell her what to do. Like, follow, share. What do you want her to do? But stop trying to keep up with all of these trends on social media just because everyone else is doing them and they're popular. If you are your authentic, messy, awesome, quirky, beautiful self, you're going to go viral. And trust me, that's not even all that's hyped up to be because internet trolls are mean. Okay, this next one is really is the real gold nugget. So, number four, tip number four, create workflows, create a time block, create a schedule, and review it every week. So, take some notes right now, seriously, if you are, especially if you're new into this business, but because you're, if you're new, people are like, oh, don't worry. You know, if you just do X, Y, Z, you're going to be successful. Just do these four things. Just, you know, do these things. It's great. Sounds awesome. But let's be honest. It's not going to get you. It's going to get you to like the two-week mark. And then you're going to have to change it all up again. And that was really frustrating to me. As soon as you can, create workflow. Create workflows. Create a time block. Create a schedule of some kind. And review it weekly. So start by writing down all of your tasks that you need to do weekly and monthly. And do you know why this, do you know why that I think this is super important? Because I just said in tip number three, if you <laughs> treat this as a business, it will pay you like a business. If you treat this like a million dollar business, it's going to pay you like that one day. So, we have thrown out completely treating this like a hobby, right? So, this is why we're, we are tip number four. We are creating workflows. We're creating a schedule, time blocking, and reviewing. We're going to start by writing down all of our tasks that you need to do weekly and monthly. If you want to include cleaning in there or your grocery shopping, all of that thing, go ahead. But right now, I'd love it if you just start with, what do you need to do weekly and monthly as a network marketer or as your full-time job? What's super important? What are all the tasks that you really need to help remembering? Write them all down. And this is going to cause you to create, or this is going to cause you to take an audit of the time that you need to complete tasks versus the time that you actually have. Because let's be honest, if you're a wife and a mom, you don't have a lot of time to be doing a whole bunch of other things. So you're going to really have to audit your time and figure out how much time a task takes to complete versus the time that you have. And you're going to have to do a little finagling in your schedule to make it all work. But do not get held up on this and say that you can't make the time because you can. We can get up earlier. We can cut out Netflix. We can stop watching. Sports, we can stop scrolling. There are a lot of things that you can do to create the time, but you can't create the time or the discipline if you don't know what you're creating it for. So start by writing all of it down and then categorize it weekly, monthly tasks, take an audit of how much time each task is going to create, and then create a schedule that has all of these things time blocked in it. Take your time super seriously, you guys. Your time and your energy are the most valuable things that you have. So create a schedule that works, that is realistic, and that works for you. Don't, again, don't conform to the customs of this world. Have a morning block or a morning routine block. If you work full-time, obviously you're going to have to do that. A lunchtime block. Have an evening block where you're spending the time with your kids and the time with your husband. Personal development, whatever you need. If you have a workout, create your schedule and all of the time blocks and take your time seriously. If you work full-time, I would highly suggest power hours. A power hour is, can be multiple different things, honestly, but obviously it's originally designed for one hour. If you don't have a full hour, then break it up into 15-minute increments and spare, like, spread it out throughout your day or two 30-minute increments and spread it out without your day. But, you're already, the point of the power hour is you already know what you're going to do when you sit down to this power hour. The, how you're going to know what to do in that power hour is because you've already written down what your weekly and monthly tasks are and you've already batched them together, you know, I'm going to talk about this I think in the next, sorry, in the next little bit, but power hours. And then second thing, take your time seriously. Focus three, if you work full-time or if you're a mom, or if you're a wife, I know I'm going to keep saying that over and over again. You're not always going to be able to f- complete a, to-do list that's a million miles long even if you want to there are so many outside circumstances that are also crafting your day so create a focus three ask yourself in the beginning in the morning what would make today great what would what tasks could i do for my business that would make today awesome worry about completing those three tasks and that's it. Once you complete those three tasks, you've had a great day. Another question to ask yourself when it comes to creating workflows and time blocks, are my actions aligning with my goals? If I say that I have this bigger goal of I want to make a certain amount of money every month because I, I want to contribute to my family or we want to save up for something special, whatever that is, whatever income goal you have, are the things on your schedule and are the things in that workflow flow that we just created, are they matching up with your bigger goals? Take that big goal that you have. Say I want to make x I want to make $2000 a month with this with this side project, with a side hustle. Break it down into smaller steps. If you want x amount of money, what are the weekly things that you need to do to hit that kind of money? What are the daily actions that you need to take? to do those weekly things to make that kind of money. And then you need to ask yourself another hard question. What day are you going to rest? We'll talk about rest in just a second. You also need to be having weekly reviews. If you have a significant other, try to have it with them. I honestly love my calendar dates with my husband and I just, we get sat down and I'm like, so what do you have planned this week? And we get to map out our schedule. It just feels really calming and relieving. We know it; we're on the same page. There's no miscommunications during the week usually. Or at least they're a lot less these days. But sit down and have a weekly review. Ask yourself, what are three things I did really well this week? What are a couple of things I could have improved this week? This will take you 20 minutes, 30 minutes on a Sunday. Or, a, you know, I like to do them on a Sunday. If you want to do it on Saturday, you can. But just sit down, take time to review your past week. What did you do well? What could you improve on? And then also, what obligations do you have? What appointments do you have? What things your husband have or your family has? What can you put in your calendar for this week and then plan out that that next week? It creates such a calmer space when everything is organized. So number five, last tip, last tip, tip number five, rest and play. I know, crazy, because that's definitely counter counter the hustle culture. Everybody's like, get on social media every single day. This world and a lot of women in your upline are going to push a lot of social media rolls on you. So many stories every single day, so many posts every single week, so many, et cetera, all the things. But I want you to know, and this is your permission slip, that social media isn't your job. Creating your brand, your story, and selling your product is. Does social media help with that? Of course. That's why we're on it. But it's still an algorithm that you cannot control. Someone else controls that algorithm. Someone else controls who sees your content. So set some boundaries. I created this podcast because I was so tired of people telling me that social wa- social media was the only way I was going to be able to make it, make money, or do anything. I didn't want to go viral. I just wanted to help people. I do not want to be a slave to social media. And the more I started working with it, the more I started working in it, the more I saw it as an idol and something that terrorized my mental health. My work benefits from social media, so I will work. I will work hard. I will do my tasks, and then I will rest, and I will sign off. Put social media and the tasks that you have on social media in your workflow. Schedule them in your workflow. Schedule. Put them in your schedule. Plan ahead. There's apps like planoli. I'll put it in the show no- I'll put it in the show notes, but you can actually type out Instagram cap- captions and schedule them to be planned ahead. You can record reels in advance. No one's going to know. No one's going to know. You can have a whole two-hour time block on a Saturday or a Wednesday night when you have no plans to have hair wash day and two or three outfits. And you're going to record reels in advance. Yeah, plan ahead. It's going to change your life. One of the last things I want to talk about when I, when we talk about rest and play is, can we please bring back the Sabbath? Jesus or God said it was the most, it was important. He said it in the Ten Commandments. He did it himself. Now, I know the Ten Commandments, like, it's the law. And Jesus came and we are saved and it's by his grace and his mercy. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus Christ. But, um, you know, the law, the Ten Commandments are still good to keep, right? So, can we please bring back the Sabbath? Rest is good. I take at least one full day off social media every single week. If I can be disciplined, I even like to take both Saturday and Sunday off, but usually I actually like to work on Sundays and my sabbaths are Saturday. I do so much with my family on Saturdays, but girl, you will not find it on social media until Monday or way later because I am resting, I am not working. Perhaps today's trend of setting aside time to rest way more difficult, yet it is way more important than it has ever been for our physical health and Our spiritual well-being, we need rest. Rest refuels and re-energizes us to work more effectively than ever. When we're rested physically, we deal better with stress and our busy schedules. And we had just talked about how much we need to create a schedule, but you're making it more busy. We absolutely have to have rest. When we take time to refuel spiritually, we are better equipped. You listen to this podcast, you know already that spiritual warfare is in the mind. It's a mental battle and we need rest to refuel, to be better equipped to fight. Take that rest day, baby. Whether that's Saturday or Sunday, pick one that's better for you and go with it. Don't show up on social media, just rest. Okay, girl, this is what I got for you today. I know that one was a bomb a lot of info. If you have any questions, I am just an email away or you all know where to find me on Instagram. Hit me up on the DMs. I want to recap. Be grateful first for what you have today and the utmost more will come to you. Be grateful, be grateful, be grateful. Number two, she is not better than you. You need more belief in who the F you are, sister. Number three, make your content about her, aka who you were two years ago and not about who you are today create that schedule, create the workflows. You are a business owner, baby. And number five, rest and play and do not feel bad for it because I want you to know that Escalese, Aeschylestes Solomon wrote this, it's right after Proverbs, and he was known as the wisest human ever. In chapter 9 in Eschylestes, he says, so go ahead and eat your food with joy and drink your wine with a happy heart, for God approves of this. Live happily, do whatever you do, do well, for when you go into the grave, there will be no work, no planning, no knowledge or wisdom. Yes, he says the wise and the foolish die the same. He concluded in chapter 12, fear God. He will judge us for everything we do, including every secret, whether it's good or bad. So, girl, don't let that burnout, the overwhelm, or that self doubt, which you can totally handle, consume you, sis. Your mental health is worth it, but so are your big, audacious dreams. So, let's keep refueling your heart, refueling your mind and your body so we can free your soul. Until next time, sister. Girl, I cannot tell you what it means to me that you are here and listening to this show. I am so grateful for you. And I just want to say that if you did love it or if it tugged at your heart at all, please feel free to share this with your friends or better yet, take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram so I can personally shout you out and thank you. Thank you so much for being on this journey, friend. Talk to you soon.